You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. We're talking madness. You want to talk complete madness? Moran Chevrolet has mad deals going on right now. You can get a 2024 Silverado, only $359 a month. That's a 24-month lease, $999 down. And Silverado's perfect for hauling whatever you need, whether that's work or those spring projects that always add up. Moran has shipments arriving daily. That means they're going to have the vehicle you're looking for. Score your best deal. It's MoranExpress.com or on Gratiot, north of 15 Mile in Clinton Township. Moran Chevrolet, where you always get the best price, period. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Cash the ticket. Monday mailbag in today's episode. Singular focus. Yeah. Laser focus. The fulcrum of the laser. Rate, review, subscribe, like, and subscribe on YouTube. Um, Programming notes. Just because next week's a holiday, just because Jim might be floating somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. That doesn't stop the train. We're nope. going to continue the content. I'm going to shepherd you through. Uh, we've got a big Thanksgiving episode we're going to drop for you guys. A lot of fun. We'll have all your picks covered. But for this week, some alterations are being made. That's all I can tell you. I'm letting you guide the ship. I will explain okay. to the people as we go. The first note I have for today, and we'll, yes. a, we'll end with the mailbag. We'll do some storylines, but yes. the first note is a PSA titled Be an Adult. Yes. I always say this, right? It's more than a read at the end of a commercial where it's like, you know, Tennessee Red Line. Here's the deal. Don't end up in a dumpster. Yeah, it, well, but what I've always said to people is, uh, let's exclude the people that are straight up addictive personalities have a problem with gambling. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's clearly not you or I. And I sincerely hope it's not our audience. My point is, when shit in your life stops being fun, stop doing it. I will tell you, of the games I have bet the last three weeks, I have witnessed seven pick sixes. How many pick sixes can one man Man stand? So what I am doing is this. This is a perfect time. College teams get a bye week. NFL teams get a bye week. And I said to myself, you know what? Costa's got kind of a bye week next week. You're going to be floating. You'll be on the pool deck. Mm-hmm. You, now, you can send picks. Oh, and I will. I can't slow down. You and I are not the same in No, that way. I'm different. So what I've said is I have uh, my frustration level has risen as my bankroll has decreased. <laughs> and I am going to do the responsible thing. I am going to LSU this weekend. Mm-hmm. I am going to enjoy that with my friends. You know what I'm not going to do? Live on my phone in Baton Rouge with an Andouille sausage hanging out of my ear and be worried about nine bets. Not doing it. What about BC and the points? Right, exactly. That, that's what we're not doing. I am going. <laughs> you're the guy at the tailgate who's not enjoying the tailgate because you're sweating out a 3.30 game. And that's my point. So here's what I've decided. All eggs, one basket. One bet week. All eggs, one basket. Now, that doesn't mean that if I played 11 games on a Saturday and seven on a Sunday, I am not putting 18 units on one game. That's irresponsible. No. I will put a BGB level amount 
Because I've already got the one game. Okay, because we've been waiting for a BGB. I know. I know. But let's be fair now. What's better? The guy who throws out the BGB when he's unsure. No, I'm not telling you to fake it. I'm just saying we've gotten emails. I'm, I'm worried about this. I feel like Al Bundy. I feel like I peaked. He peaked in high school, yep. city championship, Polkai. I think I peaked at the wedding. I peaked at the wedding. And ever since the wedding, it's been this slow decline where, okay, Saturday I go six and five. He didn't make any fucking money. Well, that's the key. I think for the weekend, we end up one game over in college, two under, one under in NFL, and you're just moving money. And with the VIG, you're actually right. getting strangled. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, you're getting I've been, choked out. I've been headed downhill now for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to do the responsible thing. When it stops being fun, stop. Still do your job with the pod, which I will. I'll still always gonna, be here yeah, for you We're guys. still going to talk through all the games. But I'm going to enjoy LSU this weekend. Now, maybe there's two bets. Maybe I lied to you. I think you what, should bet the game you're at. I may bet the over, Georgia State and, and LSU. Yeah. And just Jane, Jane, Dan, every Daniels prop you can give me. Do it. My point is, all eggs, one basket. I've been waiting for this game for three weeks. This particular game that is unnamed as of right now. I'm putting my chips to the middle of the table. This team is going to the playoffs. Shout out Jim Fossil, 2000. Look up the rant. Okay. All eggs, one basket. So this College is, football game this weekend. All eggs, one basket. A one bet week. Will you bet the NFL at least? No. Oh, come on. You mentioned Dooley sausage. Don't no, no, no. be a weenie. Well, the, hold on. I'm going to be a weenie, okay? And you don't tell me what to do with my Andouille sausage. I'll do whatever I want with that. My point is, my point is, Jim... The NFL is slowly killing me. I, I know it is. Watching Zach Wilson interception kill me. Lamar only way to not cover that game. Pick, pick six, six. Therefore, pick yeah, six. Yeah, no, you benefited from a pick six too early in the game. What goes around comes around. That's no, the NFL. No, you're wrong. This is my. I, hey, I'm going to be a Michigan fan. This is my world, and you live your in your alternate universe this that you get to live in. I get to be the aggrieved. I, I am. I'm doing the responsible thing. People, let them know how you feel. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. And, and again, here's the deal. I, I understand what you're saying. Like, you are wait, trying I, to lead an example for people. When this wanna, isn't fun. I want to recharge the batteries a little bit. Like when it's, listen, the other thing that hurt, I know the recap episode, we'll, we'll get to yeah. that. But like my wins were rocking chairs and my losses were rocking chairs. There's no middle. No sweat. So I feel like my capping is not as solid right now. I feel like I'm putting pressure on myself. I'm playing too many games. Mm -hmm. Here's what we're going to do. You're like uh, pressing at the end of a game. A right. point guard who's dribbling, 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 forcing shots. It's like what happens to me at home. I buy too many condiments. I'm a condiment whore. Mm. <laughs> so then what happens is the refrigerator condiment section is just Robust. overflowing. Yeah. And my wife's like, Mike, you got to stop. Like, please stop coming home with condiments. Because when you're eating healthy, mm -hmm. and like, no, I don't weigh 140. I'm not no. a jockey, but I do eat healthy, and you I try. do make an attempt to stay on this earth. My point is condiments, those that are low-calorie and or flavorful. And add flavor, yep. But I'm over too many condiments with my bets. So here's what we do. Keep it simple. We do a cleansing. Mm. We go in. All the condiments that might be expired or close or aren't used or Thank I don't you. like, we get rid of them. We reset the refrigerator. I am resetting my gambling refrigerator. I take one week, and it's a cleanse. This is like a colonics. 
This is, this is, I used to listen to the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Grew up on it. Robin Quivers used to do his sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to do coffee enemas. Coffee colonics. Mm -hmm. They like shoot coffee up your ass. Mike, thank you for the image. So this is, this is my coffee colonics. Okay. That should be the title of this episode. Coffee colonics. This is me cleaning out the colon, the gambling colon, if you will. But you will still go through the games with me this week. Oh, 100%. I'm not hoeing you out. I'm going to. And you're not going to let the people down. You'll still give some leans and some talk, and we'll go through all the games. And guys, don't worry. I'm still betting games. No, no, no. You're not slowing down. I can't slow down. I can't can't slow down. And it's not this like addictive thing. We're not losing at a clip to where I feel like I'm going to be out of house and home. I enjoy this. This This is still fun for me. And I get it if it's not this week for you. This is still fun for me, riding the ups and the downs on a Saturday and a Sunday. This is more, I want to prepare myself for, for the home a, stretch. For a grand return, Thanksgiving. I got college basketball. Oh boy. I got the NFL. I got the NBA. I will be back in black next week, but it is not currently enjoyable. Coffee Colonics. We're going to clean out the condiment area, mm-hmm. and I will be back when you come back, sun kissed from your vacation. I better be. The last two times I went somewhere warm and tropical, I came back and I got shit from everybody I work with because like, oh, you don't have a tan. You look pale. Where are you even outside? Yes, I was outside. Well, what kind of sunblock do you use? <laughs> Some pretty good stuff because, you know, you don't want to do like SPF 100. No. <laughs> and I do have a tan when I come what, back. What it's just do? not as much as people think it's going to be. You're not me. That's for sure. No. What are you, the bubble boy? Like, what, what, No, what, I go outside. I sit by the pool. We're going to have some drinks, relax. Here's what you should do. What? I, I, you just, what? What's your SPF? If you're trying to come back sun-kissed, I want Cuban Costa. <laughs> Can you come back as Cuban Costa? <laughs> Can you do that? I want you to sound like Tony Gonzalez oh, when great. he does his, his intro. Tony Gonzalez, come on. What's your SPF? I, I don't. I don't. Whatever's on the little can. Bump it down. You got to okay, go like SPF ten okay. or something. You got to go nuts. You got to do what my grandma Mitzi used to do. Put the foil under your no. fucking face. Oh, uh, skin please. cancer uh, ratcheted well, up I to a thousand. Feel, uh, you know, my grandma Carmela died of skin cancer, so I hope you're happy. Uh, I, I'm actually very sorry about she that. She didn't tan, though. It's oh, funny, okay. the one who tanned and looked like leather lived way longer than the one who never went outside. It, cancer sucks. But just the programming note. I'm in all week. I'll be out all next week. Yeah, I got you covered, though. You're good. And then I'll be back, home stretch, December, January. Think about this. You're going to come back. It's going to be Cuban Costa and the kid. Okay. Cuban Costa and the condiment king. I will be ready to reload my shelves. You will be be sun-kissed. You'll be ready to rock. Now, here's my, my last question. Yes. Am I booking your bets for you while you're away? I'm going to send you bets. So I... I can't... So do I need to place them and then you're going to give me money? We can work out the logistics of it. But for at least for the picks on the pod, I do want to send some stuff in. So I'm basically your runner now. Yeah, if you want to call it that. God, I feel emasculated. Now I'm your runner? (laughs) While I'm sipping uh, daiquiris and and mojitos. He's turning me into Gary Delabate. (laughs) Ta-ta toothy. All right, fine. Here we go. If if that's what you want. Okay, we'll work it out. But remember last year. Um, I was on the cruise and I'm texting you about a cowboy playoff game. And you're like, dude, put your phone away. I can't. So I'll be sending you stuff. Stay on the alert. All right. All right. Let's go through this week with some storylines. Actually, before we do storylines, your LSU trip. Mm -hmm. Can you offer some details for people? What's the plan? 
this is one of those venues that was on the bucket list. Yeah, big time. And, and again, it was funny. I got a buddy of mine in New York. He's like, wait, I just looked at who LSU's playing. Like, how come you didn't go to the Florida game? Yeah, why don't you go like, to a bigger game? I'm like, well, because I'm an adult and I have a work. finite schedule where this would work. And who they're playing is less important than where you're going. I've always wanted to go to LSU. I've always wanted to go to Death Valley. Hey, newsflash, it's a night game. Like, I'm excited about the experience. I want to see LSU. I've been to New Orleans several times in my life. I'm going to be able to show some friends around town down there on Friday. Um, we will drive out to Baton Rouge late Friday afternoon. Um, I've got dinner at a very popular place out there. Got that Rizzo done. Um, I reached out to some of my contacts in college football. I've got hooked up with tailgating. We are hooked up, ready to roll. Um, two different locations on Saturday. Obviously, I want to hit the, the the team store, bookstore, if you mm -hmm. will. So if you have any requests, please let me know. Um, but then we'll enjoy Saturday. We're going to tailgate. We're going to go out, out on the town a little bit Friday night. Nothing crazy. And then, yeah, just go to the game and enjoy it. I want to go it's to Tiger. It's a night game too, yeah, right? Yeah, I want to go to Tiger Stadium and just enjoy it. And, yeah, I'm a little bummed out Georgia State's lost a couple of games. They, I mean, shit, they were 6-1, and one, and now they're, I think they're 6-3 six and three six or 6-4. Six four. Four. Yeah. They've lost three in a row. Is that Clay Helton's team? Yes. Yeah. Granger, the quarterback, mm -hmm. they pound the rock. Look, they'll, they'll score points on LSU. Yeah, sure. Everybody does. And you get to see Daniels, who, I mean, come on. No, and that's exciting for me. So, look, there's nothing, you know, no, I'm not riding a mechanical bull this weekend. No. I'm not going to have 21 shots. I'm an adult. We're going to get some good food. Um... There is a couple of places in New Orleans I want to take the guys. And then, yeah, we'll get to Baton Rouge. So you're Rouge doing New Orleans and Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. You should. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's. look, luckily the guys I'm going with have been to New Orleans before. Okay. So it's not like, oh, I got to do the everything. The pressure to do everything when you Here's travel. There's a hand grenade. Yeah. Next thing you know, two people are asleep in the back of the car. We're not doing that. But, mm -hmm. um, no, I'm excited about it. You should. And it's just one of the rare opportunities to, to do it. Like, our schedules in football, you can't just indiscriminately leave. No. Not how it works. No. And here's the other thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm leaving this weekend. You know what I'm still doing before I leave? Uh, this pod, my New York show with mm -hmm. Boomer. Like, dude, it's called responsibility. So I laugh when people who know me and they're like, how come you didn't pick this game? Jackass. Because <laughs> the Wings don't play in Sweden that weekend, granting me a freebie Friday. Yep. Get out early. See, School's out. Th that That's right. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. And... Um, this will be a week, and I know we talked about it earlier. Uh, the, 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 there's no way around it. You will eat poorly this week. You can't go to Louisiana and not eat. You can't. You should. You'd be cheapening the trip if you don't You've really You've been down there before? In. No. Jim. Jim. At some point. I'm not telling you you got to go for Mardi Gras. You're a little old for that now. I'm not telling you you need to go down there for Jazz Fest. Right. I don't need, it's just, just at some point. Oh, no, it's on. Like, it's a city I want to visit. Absolutely is. Louisiana Food as a and, state. Yeah. And then, yes, NOLA as a city. Mm -hmm. the, the It is really hard to find an American comparative. I would tell you this. I will always put New York City as the number one food city in America. But number two is New Orleans. New Orleans is like you've gone to Europe. It's a different planet yeah. in many ways. The culture, the cuisine, the pride behind the food, the diversity of the food. New Orleans is a top three and certainly top five food city in, in, in America. The only time I've been to Louisiana, it, it wasn't New Orleans. You it, went to uh, Louisiana Monroe Army, the home opener. No. <laughs> 
No, it's by uh, college days. I was covering the CMU basketball team, and they played McNeese State. You went to that? So I was at McNeese State years ago. What? So I'm not telling you I got nearly the flavor of New Orleans, but the little stops that we'd make along the way, the food was incredible. And I wasn't even getting the best of it. Yeah, Joe Dumars College, McNeese State. You went to McNeese. I've been, their their basketball gym. What was the impetus for you going on that trip? I covered the CMU basketball team, and I was filling in for the play-by-play guy, so I made the trip. What did they do, put you on a bus? No, they flew us to Houston. And you drove over. And then we drove over. Look at that. Yeah, I didn't know CMU had that budget. Couple times a year. Look at you. Couple early this time of year, like November. Did they win? I think it might have been December. I don't even remember they if win they the won. Game I, don't, I don't even remember if they won the game. Jesus. I think they lost. You still have a basketball program? We we do. I'll tell you what. Just you, played Oklahoma last I'll week. I'll tell you what. You're not going to have what? You're not going to have a coaching staff. You promise? No, it's not a promise. You promise? I, if we make a bowl game Jim, in football, Jim, I'm worried they're going to keep them. Jim, I got news for you. With what went down. I know. With your, your boy hey, Stallions on the sidelines? Fingers crossed. Uh, I don't know how they survived that. Fingers crossed. Who are you playing this week? Ohio on the road. And then here's my fear. Not to diverge into MAC football for no, too no, long. I just, it's, the last game of the season is against Toledo. Toledo's already, already clinched, clinched. And it's in Mount Pleasant. I am terrified. They're going to get to a bowl and justify keeping people that don't deserve the job. Anyway. Okay, then. Let's get to some college football storylines people care about from the weekend. I want to start. ready for some boudin. Let's cook. I want to start with a topic from our texts. Yeah. Texas is not a national title team. Agree. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not fighting. Texas and Washington have both been downgraded in a major way in my world. Um, Steve Sarkeesian can't coach for the league. Third time now. Did it against Houston. Did it against Kansas State. Did it against DCU. This idea where you're just playing the clock. You don't allow Ewers to throw a single pass third quarter on. It was like it was like Michigan, but weirder. And you allowed TCU back in the game because the play calling was absolutely horrendous. They don't have a kill switch. They don't put teams away. I'd like to I'd like to lay down my sword. I think I think I've I, I think I'm going to win our argument. Texas is back. They're going to win the Big Twelve. They're going to win eleven games, but they're not a playoff team. I don't know if they're going to win the Big 12. You're such a horse's ass. And I don't know if winning the Big 12 is back. I think Texas back is playoff national oh, title back. Your goalposts come with wheels, don't uh, they? You're just going to move them. But, so this team goes 11-1 and and wins the Big 12, and they're not back. Well, are they in the playoff of that world? They might. They might. I don't think they but deserve I don't think, it. I don't think they're going to go to the playoff. Because, Mike... I, True or false, they still have the single most impressive win in America. Yeah, Washington beat Oregon. In Tuscaloosa. It's probably what you said. Te- yes. So my point is, look, they're good. They're very good. They're not great. But they have not gotten third better. Third down, red zone, put yeah, away. They haven't gotten better. And it's Sark. Who, who, Sark's this is out who of his he mind. is, though. Sark's this, out he's of always mind. been this guy. Why is he always calling plays as if he's the catcher, for like he's Yogi Berra? Stop squatting, because you know what? Let me tell you something. Your calls are shit. We don't need to see you look like you're taking Defecating one. on the sideline. I'm out. No. Now, again, I still have the Big 12 matrix. I still think I'll make money on it, but they're not a playoff team. So who are the teams that can win a national title? That's the topic I wanted to bring up. Who are the teams that can actually win the whole thing? Okay. Georgia. Yeah. They looked great. Great on Saturday night. Bowers looks 100% healthy. Both running backs, the interior of that O-line, the D-line even without one of their leaders. What I like defensively is they are playing a lot of younger players, getting them experience. That Mm, that that freshman linebacker. That pays off down the line. Georgia can win it all. Yep. Oregon. 
We're both, both bullish on Oregon. Didn't like the performance Saturday night, but yes, could win it all. Okay. Bama. Bama? Okay. Collision a, course right now. A team that I thought would lose three games this year. Guess what? Pilot lights out, man. Milrow's gotten better. That team's gotten better. What they did to Kentucky in a letdown spot, holy shit. Is over in the blink of an eye. That's three teams. FSU, who's undefeated? Can't win it. Can't win it? Can't win it. They're Texas. They don't separate. Jim, at a certain point, who you play, how you play. Okay. Are you impressed? You impressed that Miami had the football with a chance to tie? I feel like Florida State's going to be in the playoff as an undefeated team. You asked me. They have two NFL receivers, a mobile QB, and some dudes who are going to rush the passer at the NFL level. I'm keeping them in for now. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Can it be Georgia? No. Can it be Bama? No. I think it could be Bama. Pull up their schedule and tell me what teams they I know, away. I know, I know. Jim, you got to put people away. And they don't do it. And I know they've had a couple of weeks where the wideouts have been banged up. Including but, Pitt two weeks ago. Yeah, I just, what about the feelings, Vaz? I, I, you <laughs> asked me the question. Here, I'll give you another team that I don't think can win it. I don't think Michigan can win it. I don't think Ohio State can win it. So it's I have three, three teams, teams that I think can win it. Three teams. Oregon, Bama, Georgia. That's it. Okay, I have six. I, Okay, but here's my point. The Big Ten thing, I've been consistent about this. I think the Big Ten's horrific. Now, I'm not going to take away what Michigan did. You, you, you have to play who's on your schedule. But do we view Penn State as being a national championship caliber team? They, do, they cannot throw a forward pass. Every, our worst fears were realized when we watched that game. Drew Aller's terrible. Yurisich got fired after the game because the Deservedly offense is so. a clown car. Mm-hmm. And I look at it, I go, Michigan just beat them by not throwing a pass after the eight-minute mark of the second quarter. And by my 32 by, straight runs. And, and by the way, it ain't like they separated. They scored with two minutes to go to make it 24 to 9. It was a 17 to 9 game. Correct. It ain't like they put a 50 burger up, ran for 500 yards, and you go, well, we didn't need to run. You're over here fluffing their cocks. Get out of here. And by the way, Sharon Moore, get, get a hold. One thing you should never have to worry about is. Buying tickets to your favorite event, it should be simple, right? You should just be able to go, click a button, I get what I want. Well, game time has finally brought that to you because now I don't have to buy the tickets early. Life isn't about making plans six months in advance. Maybe I want to go six hours before the game. That's what game time is for. Killer last-minute deals, all-in pricing, views from your seat, which is great because I'm a stickler and I don't feel like looking at a numbers chart. That's what game time brings to you. And again, last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find, easy to buy, all-in pricing. It's game time. Whether your favorite sporting event, a show, a concert, they got you covered. Live your life, your terms. You decide late in the game you want to get to the game. That's what game time is for. Game time has deals right up until the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. I mean, they got you covered no matter how late in the game you are to go to your favorite event. It's game time. You get the game time guarantee as well to guarantee you the best possible price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CASH. That's C-A-S-H for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. 
We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatech compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Well, no, let's talk Michigan. Get a hold of yourself. Let's talk Michigan. I had no issue with Caleb showing emotion for USC. I have no issue with Sharon Moore emotional after a win. No issue. It's a passionate game. I'm not going to mock him. However, what I don't appreciate is Michigan using this as adversity when it's self-inflicted. Correct. They cheated. They're being punished. This isn't like us against the world. I mean, they're going to use it that way, but we don't have to accept it. No, I mean, this is self-created my adversity. My thing with Sharon Moore, did, did I miss where Harbaugh passed away at 11.14 in the morning and they had to carry on without him? The guy was with the team. Yeah, like the that morning. The guy's with the team today. Yeah, that night. Also, here's the other thing. Do me a favor, and I know this, a lot of people get upset by this. If you're going to do the whole religion thing, you can't thank your Lord and Savior and Jesus Christ times. in one word and then be like, I love you, motherfucker. And you're like, whoa, 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 wait a second here now. I mean, come on. I just, listen. No, but I'm saying be consistent. I didn't mock Caleb for showing emotion. I'm not going to mock Sharon for showing emotion. I just emotion. feel like one's a kid and one one's one's supposed to be a leader of men here. And he did. He led them in that game to a victory. Well, first of all, I thought it was smart what they did. Let me be I fair. I think so, too. I'm not denigrating. Their tackles couldn't block Chop Robinson and Adisa, Adi- Isaac. Adisa Isaac. It was smart because it's like, all right, look, this isn't sexy. It ain't pretty but we'll do what we need to do to get out of here. I think they knew Penn State really wasn't going to be able to score. The problem I have is, first of all, Gus Johnson, stop calling J.J. McCarthy a Heisman contender. Oh, that's over now. Oh, is it? It's over now. Oh, okay, because I guarantee you we're going to hear about it this weekend. I just still have this thing where I look at it and I go, all right, what do I know about them? Sure, this is the first time Michigan played somebody, so I put in the notes, what did we learn? What did we learn? Mike, there were questions. Could they run the ball? I don't think that's a question right now. Penn State had an elite run defense, an elite front, and Michigan said, we're not going to let your pass rushers get home. Correct. We're going to run. We're going to play defense. 
We're going to do what we need to do to win this game. And get out of Dodge. And get out of and Dodge. And I respect that. But Mike, they ran five yards of carry against a good team on the road when they knew what was coming repeatedly. Okay. I think so, we learned Michigan's run game, which was a question mark, isn't a question mark now. So what else did you learn? Uh, I learned very little else. Because the JJ thing to me is the key to them being a national title team. If they want to win it all, we did not see that. If they want to win it all, let me tell you what they're going to have to do. And I don't know that they're willing, and I don't know if he's capable. I don't know if his body could handle it. They will have to turn JJ loose. Correct. You got to see two QB runs. One on a big third and long early. Right. The RPO game where he begins to pull it and go. Mm -hmm. I think if they were going to win it all you will have to expose him to eight to 10 hits a game, eight to 10 runs. And their thought might be, do it in the one or two games we need to. Correct. Like, I think their game plan, especially early, their right tackle was getting murdered. So what do they do? Third and long. QB run, right at him. Yeah, I like- Screen passes. I thought in-game adjustment, they said, the only way we lose this game is if we let Penn State's pass rush yes. create havoc and, and turnovers. And they, they said, F it. And, and again, games don't need to be works of art. Yeah. But- we also don't need to come in our pants over what you did. I, I look at it and I go, all right, survive in advance. You did a nice job. I don't view that as some um, coronation. No. But and also, just separate this from anything else. Yeah. I, I will be on my deathbed begging for those three hours back. That was the worst from an entertainment standpoint. More commercials than football. It was horrible. Yeah. Just as a viewer, I'm going, I don't want to watch this. And because I work in Detroit, I had to. If I yeah. were a fan in America, I'd go, is this the best the Big Ten has to offer? Because then you watch Georgia, and I don't have a dog in that yeah. fight. And I look at that, and I go, zippity-doo, this is unbelievable. That's the most dominant team in America. Well, it was at least fun. The Oregon game was fun. Sure. I, Washington, I, Utah, fun. 3.30 window. Oh, boy. Okay. I'll reserve my thought. UW can't win it. Don't you dare tell me you don't. No, I didn't. So let me reset this. My six who can win the national title. Georgia, Oregon, Michigan, FSU, Ohio State, Alabama. You think Ohio State and Michigan can win this thing? I do think they can. For me, it's it's Michigan needs to get more out of JJ in a big spot. Okay. It's more of a question than it is an exclamation mark, but they're not out of it to me. They're going to go 12-0 in my mind. So, yeah, I think that's a playoff team. Now, if they lose to Ohio State, it means the Buckeyes are in. How do you win it if you're ineligible? They're going to be eligible. Busting balls just because that cult can't handle it. Is there a more aggrieved fan base in all of sports? What is it with these people? They can't just enjoy this shit. I, thought, I, listened to you, I listened to you a little bit Friday, and I actually thought you were going to be a little more hellfire and brimstone than you were with the Big Ten report no. coming down. You were like, hey, guys, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, Go but ahead. what I heard, you're like, hey, guys, they didn't disqualify you. You can go win the games. Go win your national title. And they did. They went out and beat Penn State. They handled their business. They stay on the train tracks, and they live to fight another day. I make the point that both things can be true. You cheated. You must accept it. I'm not going to play this game with you where you spin this. But whatever happens down the line is down the line. You wanted a chance to play. I told you how it would go. They were coming for your coach. You can win without him. They you did. did. And, yet, and they did three games early in the year. Luckily for Michigan, they've had experience but, playing but, without their head coach because he's been suspended two different and times. And yet all we get, Sharon Moore. I mean, I, uh, my God. How about, did you see what Santa Ono, the school president, did? Santa, no disrespect. There wasn't a mass shooting on campus. We've been through so much as a community. Of what? Cheating? Self-inflicted. 
What on this earth? This is self-inflicted. I, I just, I don't like, I know. Love what, I don't know another fan base like him. I don't. I love what the Big Ten said in their letter. I know you guys dissected it to a degree on Friday, but if you really comb through that, they said, you guys have no denial. You are trying to drag this out procedurally and tactfully, and we aren't going to stand for it. Correct. We have evidence. You've seen the evidence. You know about the evidence, and you're playing dumb to drag this out. It happened in season. The integrity of this season is what we're concerned about. Your coach, who is the figurehead of your program, has to fall on the sword. Three games. We got the biggest buy-in we could from all the executive committees. It, you can't appeal and he it. still gets the coach Pound sand. the week. Right, and, and that's the other thing I'd argue. They could have been harsher. They could have said suspended is suspended. You don't coach. Here's the other side. In week or in game. Let me ask you a question. Am I wrong? And I know you love telling me I am. Am I wrong that I'm a believer in life. You don't get to control other people's emotions, right? So mm -hmm. if you're a Michigan fan, I don't think you, you have a right to be upset when people go, you're cheaters. Or I question any of the results because you you have cheated you have compromised the game if the rest of america is putting an asterisk you don't have to go with it you can bubble up sure but this fan base the minute you go well guys i got news for you everyone else is going to view this with with a with, with yeah. a raised eyebrow yeah jim the i can't communicate with these people can you they're no. your fan base no they're not my fan base mgo costa Really? Your people. That's what we're doing. No, oh, I'm busting your ball. But do you understand my point? Why can't they just win and enjoy it? Why do they have to be so fucking They need needy? the validation of everybody else, too. So they're insecure. To an extent, right? I mean... So the same thing they always said about Michigan State fans. They're really just projecting who they are. Remember all the times, oh, insecure Sparty? Mm -hmm. Little bro, the whole bit. So we're little bro in-state, and you're little bro nationally. You're... So fucking needy. Well, they want to cut through and finally win the national title. And this team, from before they kicked off this mm -hmm. season, national felt like the bust. team to do it. And I, I still have them in that category because I think J.J. is capable of hitting that ceiling in All the right, big I'll game. I'll tell you what I'll I do. do. I'll tell you what I'll do. He didn't show it last week, but that's not the same thing as not capable. Fair. And you know what? Let me... Let me maybe some residual bias is showing that I don't respect them for what they've done, and I don't respect the schedule they've played. However, you're right. The upside is probably there. Let me include them. Okay. You know who I'm not including? Ohio State. Okay. I've been skeptical of them the whole way, but I felt like no, you're, you're at right. this point, they're Let still me, undefeated. So there's four teams I, I believe that could win it. It's also the four that should be in the playoff if we were doing eye test. Okay. It's Georgia, it's Bama, it's Oregon, it's Michigan. You show me Georgia, Oregon, first no, round. No, Bama, Michigan, no, first round. No, no, no. That's an amazing playoff. If Georgia beats Alabama, Bama shouldn't be in just because you think they're good enough. They oh, would no, have no, lost no, no. two games. I agree. No, no, no. Bama would need to beat Georgia to be in. Oh, okay. Let me be unequivocal. Well, in that world, Georgia, you lost your playoff game. See ya. No. If you're not better than Bama, let someone else take a crack at it. No, no, no. The games on. have to matter, Mike. In a 14 playoff, the games have to matter. There should be eliminators late in the season. Okay, pull up Georgia's schedule. Look who they've done it to. Specifically and lately. You're right. And it's gotten done. better. Multiple top 15 wins. And then you go and play Bama, who, again, I'm making a point 11-1 Georgia with the body of work I'm putting them in. Now, again, if FSU's undefeated, if if, if Oregon's 12-1. and one, If or, Washington's undefeated. Whatever it is. Jim, there's always ways. Okay. I'm just telling you as a human being, I, I'm you and I together watch more football 
than 99.9% of radio hosts in this country. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you who I believe the best four teams are. You can put the metrics and oh. do whatever you like. I may agree with you on who the best four are, but to me, it has to be decided on the field. Wouldn't this, I don't wouldn't know who, this be the best year for the 12-team playoff? It'd be great. Wouldn't it be amazing? If, I can't wait for it because then all this is, the games still matter in November for yeah. seeding and home field. Yeah. And are you going to get in? Someone like Penn State still kind of hanging on by a thread. No, 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 no. Now that's, okay. Don't get me started. James Franklin. Hold on. No, don't get me started. You talked me into betting James Franklin. I should have stayed at that rager. I should have partied all fucking night. I shouldn't have come home past curfew. Kids, this is a lesson. Don't listen to your parents. You go have fun. You enjoy your life. Because if I stay at that party, I win and I don't sweat it. Instead, I'm betting James Franklin and Drew Aller into that game going, oh, no. All right. I should have known better. Where's your phone? Phone's right here. Text me what you lost on the game. <laughs> Just text me what I you I don't lo- need your money. Text, it's not need, it's respect. I did that. You're right. You should be more like your I, running back I, I, at CMU. You should have been out at 15, just fucking around, <laughs> doing whatever you want to do. Didn't that kid have a, he had a kid at 15, right? I believe Jim so. stayed at the Rager. He had sex with uh, Pamela. And here we are. <laughs> I'm Jim's Tommy got Lee a, now. And Jim's got a kid. So you're right. I'm sorry. If we're okay? trying to be responsible, you I, actually did the opposite. I thought we were getting some goddamn value. Fuck this tactic. I Franklin. thought we were getting value. I'm sorry. I thought they'd lose with dignity. I didn't realize he'd be chasing points in the first half. In the half. first half. Vito didn't And I got to say, they fire the OC. Sorry, Vito. Yeah, the fucking guy's out of the room now. Look at how far I sent that thing. Shit. They sorry, fire man. the OC, but tell me why Franklin has a job. Because they Last can't. three years, he hasn't beaten Michigan or Ohio State. You know what James Franklin does? Uh, th- this is really like conspiracy theory. I think James Franklin perpetually coaches scared so that he never gets blown out and that he nev- you can never fully make the case he shouldn't be there. They always win nine or ten games. Mm-hmm. They just don't win the big one. But they, they the, like the Ohio State game, they didn't get blown out. Right. The Michigan game, they didn't get blown out. Nine points, you're right. Well, look at the way they play. Correct. It's such bullshit. Well, what's the deal? You said it after the Ohio State game with Aller. What does everybody else see that we don't see? I think part of this is schematic. I do. Okay. Listen, look at how... What did we say? This was the first nine weeks of the season. They had thrown a grand total of 14 balls 25 yards down the field. And I think outside of one or two in the second half, they didn't do it against Michigan either. I think part of it is schematic. I think your job is to, what does your quarterback do well? How many times do I have to hear, Drew Aller specializes in pushing the ball down the field? Cutscene, we never push the ball down the field. Curls, outs. Look, man, I, I, I think people fall victim to the recruiting and the pedigree and all that shit. I care about when you put the helmet on. Yeah, I care about what you look like. So I'll say it to you. This is the last point on U of M. What passing attack have they faced I'm supposed to care about? That is the last thing I I put in the notes here. I don't know if Michigan's defense is great or just very good. I think it's good. But but this game didn't prove that they were great. And I and here's the problem. I don't know that Ohio State's passing offense is great. Oh, well, come on. Marvin Harrison Jr. No, that's and, not a passing game. Force feeding the ball to maybe the best player in America. I'm talking about when I watch Georgia I don't know where that ball is going. Correct. But boy, I know there are people open everywhere, whether it's Bowers, Delp, McConkey, Lovett, Ra Ra. 
Buddy, I'm just making a best point. Best passing here. attacks in college football right now. Georgia, you Washington. Know. Oregon. Oregon, USC. I, I, USC is out because it's all. No, as all, a team, they're not. I'm just saying strictly yeah, throwing the ball. It's platform, though. I, I hate that. You, you've always said it. I think it's sharp mm -hmm. by you. I like a team, like, I want the quarterback to be able to go off-platform, but yeah. you can't live off-platform. 10-15% of the game, he does the stuff no one else can do. Georgia, I'm dropping back. Back foot hits. Back looks so step good. Step three, step five, step seven. That ball's out. It's accurate. It's on time. It's on target. Yeah, I, I just, I'll tell you what, you can laugh. But if Milrow's doing what he's doing, he, he throws the best deep ball in America. Now, I'm not telling you that passing game no, has got not. a lot of uh, complexity to it. But, Jim, Kentucky zones it up nonstop, and he found ways to go deep on it. It is, it is something. I had one other college football note, some NFL storylines, and we still got to get a mailbag. Okay. So let's, let's work a little brisk here. Two coaches were fired after the same game this weekend in college football. Okay. Jimbo Fisher and Zach Garnett, Texas A&M, Mississippi State. I want to talk about both of them briefly here. Because, first of all, the absurdity that two coaches get fired after the same game is only college football. And Arnett, I mean, no offense, but the, the coach died. I know. It's not like <laughs> Arnett is being a good soldier here. Yeah. Mike Leach died. I know. They promote the D.C. He tries to keep him he afloat. the best he could. You I couldn't know. let the guy get the rest of the year? Jimbo Fisher. I have questions. Yeah, let me hear him. How good want? is this job? Uh, not as good as people think. Top 10? 12? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they have money, they have resources. Yeah, but the people with the money are a pain in the ass. I know. I was just talking to someone about that today. The idea that, like, you got some guy who's got five oil rigs and he knows who's the quarterback and he That's knows what scheme they need to be running. And it, Listen, any program that has too many cooks in the kitchen is never going to thrive. You'll survive. Texas A&M, their problem is you get too many cooks in the kitchen. Yep. I mean, the money, it's, it's a benefit. But let's face it. You, you need to be allowed to run your program. They made a bad hire. Let's just be real. Jimbo parlayed one magic year at Florida State into running archaic schemes with $20 million recruiting classes. Whoever they hire, the problem is you need those people to foot the bill, but then shut the fuck up yes. and let the guy come. And I think as an AD, that's a that's a... Fine line that you have to, you go, we'll take $10 million out, out of your, your, your bank account, but don't you dare tell us how to run our program. Right, and this is, so you're going to, you're stumbling on something now. This is why I'm falling out of love with the sport. Mm. Betting on it is one thing, but loving it is another. Jim, there's very little about college football I like right now. Very little. And that's part of it. Look at the conversation we're having. I know. NIL. What an absurdity. No guardrails, no governing body. We got to worry about boosters. I mean, you got kids now who make decisions week to week on whether they're going to play or not. I, what, what are we doing? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Give me names for Texas A&M. Uh, Urban Meyer. Yep. Mike Elko. Yep. Those are the two. What I about? Don't, I don't think you need to go beyond sitting it. Sitting active Power 5 coaches CBS Sports and Fox Sports both list Dan Lanning, Kalen DeBoer, huh? and Mike Norvell. No, stop. And the answer is stop. money, right? No, absolutely not. No, those don't fix SEC, what, Texas, recruiting, and money. You don't think that's appealing fix, to any of those guys. It doesn't guys. fix what A&M needs. Okay, Kalen DeBoer. 
Are we sure Kalen DeBoer is really an elite coach? He had Michael Penix at Indiana as OC. He goes to Fresno and has short king Jay Kane. Yep. He then reunites with Penix at UW. And it's magic. Okay, who is he recruiting? Is his recruiting any good? Go look at UW's recruiting. He mm -hmm. doesn't recruit well. There's a little bit of a narrative that he's not a recruiter. What about Lanning, who has some okay. roots in the South? Great, you're bidding against Phil Knight. You don't have more money than him. Okay, can I give you another name that I think is more realistic? I'm gonna give you a name that I think is interesting that could work down there, and he's a disruptor. Yes, we have the same guy. I can already tell. Say it. Choo-choo. Lane Train. Yep. Lane Kiffin would fit the profile of A, he's a villain, he's a heel. Mm -hmm. If you give him the budget, he's already shown he can recruit his ass off at yep. Ole Miss, yep. and they've got a nice NIL program. The offense will be there, butts will be in the seats. Um, Lane makes sense at A. He'll needle Texas. Yeah. And Alabama in his division. You know, Elko makes sense. A, has Previously experience there. there. Yep. Defensive-minded coach. And look, Change let's face up. it. You're facing LSU. You're facing Bama. You're facing Ole Miss. A&M needs. They need a CEO. They need a coach. Now, you want offense, you go Lane. You want defense, you go Elko. What I'm not doing, though, is, oh, Mike Norvell. Why would Norvell leave Florida State when he's got it rolling? Jimbo left Florida yeah, State Jimbo, for Texas Jim, a &M. He's already cleaned up his mess once. Jimbo's a con artist. Lane would be my bet. Lane would be my hire. The domino of this, though, is Jimbo Fisher. Does he coach again? No. Next, You week, wouldn't consider him for your school? Hell no. He's a bum. Eight years and 76 million reasons not to coach. That's what he's got waiting for him. Just don't coach. Make 76 million over there. These guys, they have an ego. They want to get back at it. Okay, well. Maybe he, maybe he doesn't. Listen, I have 80 million bucks. Go sit on the couch. You, Jimbo Fisher could call Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Howler today and say, Alan, I will work for $4 million a year. I would hang up the phone. So if you don't get Urban. We're not getting Urban. And you don't want Jimbo. Yeah. Why, why are we turning this to me? Okay, I'm just... What do the you dominoes. Your, your, your school is one of the better openings right now behind Texas A&M. What are the other openings? I, I, my, my it's better than is, is it better than Mississippi State? Yes, every okay. list, but every list I've seen makes me feel like MSU is in line at the soup kitchen. Well, here I am giving you a guy who's won a national title and you're turning him down. He's a bum. Okay. Then don't be mad when then Jason like, Candle is coaching your program. Well, no, I just don't care. There's a difference. But Jimbo wouldn't make you care? No. Okay, right here, right now. He can now. recruit. No, 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 he can't. He's one. He can't recruit. When you have $20 million a year to put classes together, that's not recruiting. That's shopping. There's a difference. Okay. So I'll ask you again. What does Jimbo do well? Allegedly coach offense. No, 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 no does he? So his offense was so good. Terrible. They brought they in Petrino. they forced him to I bring know, in I Bobby know, Petrino I... because he was running schemes Mike, from Madden 08. Jim. I just think he's all sizzle, no steak. Is that Vince Young on the cover? Yes. He's all bark, no bite. I don't think Jimbo Fisher's any goddamn good. Okay. And you come to a place like Michigan State, well, you think you're recruiting like an A&M? Come on, man. The Jason Candle thing, like, why you got to throw that in my face like that? Well, because you're the king of, like, don't don't give me small potatoes. My program's legit, and I'm offering you guy. There's plenty of big potatoes out there. Okay. But a Jimbo Fisher ain't one. Okay. I, I need you to want get Jimbo your response. Central? 
Sure. You're out of your mind. I'll take Jimbo at Central. He'd be McIlwain 2.0. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't care. He'd be checked out. He'd be living off money from another right. SEC and job. Wouldn't, and he wouldn't be able to manage the clock. Jimbo yeah. Fisher makes some of the worst decisions on the planet. I I think he's terrible. Mississippi State, the other side of this coin. I'm not covering that. I have a name. I don't even know if he would do it. Gus Malzahn. Okay. Is it a step up from Central Florida, which no. is now a Power 5 school and you're in Florida? No. Probably not. No, UCF has a geographical advantage in the Big 12. Yeah. They're going to have a talent base. So let me give you another name. Okay. Jamie Chadwell. Mississippi State. I think that's the fit. That could work. Okay. That could work. So Lane to A&M and Jamie Chadwell to Mississippi yeah, State. Chadwell, you heard it here first. Now again, Chadwell's an odd duck. I, I don't know, man. I, he's, he, it's the I, South, though. You just you hire a guy who's from he's from the South, right? Yeah, he's from Tennessee. Okay, there you go. Religious wonder, sensibilities play better in the South. I just wonder go, if go Chadwell to believes he can get a better job. Okay, Mississippi State's a hard. Game, it's a man. it's a tough a spot. It's a tough spot to win. You at. Don't have a talent base. You got to battle Ole Miss for players. You know Starkville. No disrespect to anybody. Not exactly a great place to be. And the SEC is getting tougher. Yeah. You add Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. To the I, western I, I don't part know. of that. If I'm Chadwell, I may stay at Liberty for another cycle. Okay. They're paying them four mil a year. Yeah, right. you've you've already had a huge year. It's an easier pathway. I don't know. Miss you know what Mississippi State likely is? What? A great way to get fired in three years. Yeah. The other the other names I'd throw out, John Summerall at Troy, okay. two years we're, of winning. Okay, we'll we're move done on. here. When NFL. we've reached the John Summerall phase of the pod. Okay, NFL storylines from the weekend. I have a couple classic, who does it say more about games? The first, the Niners and the Jags. It says Niners. more about the Jags. Niners. Niners are back. I think it says the Jags at home. Are frauds. Wetting themselves that way. Okay. Says I frauds. could go that way. I just, all I meant was Niners off the bye, pieces back. Trent and Williams just, makes a difference. Debo makes a difference. And they just showed up and cleaned their clock. Okay. But yes, Jags, not real. Fair. Yeah, they're a playoff team. But they're, they're going to win that division, right? They're not right? who I want them to be. Right. They're not the team either of us want them to be. In that division, C.J. Stroud, his MVP odds shot up from plus 13,000 to plus 2,500 via FanDuel. We told you last week. You heard it on we're this on pod it. first. I think, And they could be a playoff team. They got the Cardinals up next. They could move to six and four. Right there with the Jags fighting for it. Six and five, rather. Excuse me. Look, D'Amico Ryan's doing an unbelievable job. Another come from behind. Well, not come from behind, but game-winning drive from C.J. Stroud. think what they have. They got an elite quarterback, and they got a pair of elite edge rushers. Play defense. I don't know. Why not? Yeah, why not? I was impressed. I really am. They got up. They were up double digits on the Bengals. When the game got tied, when things get tight, Stroud delivered. Drove them right and down no the field. And no Nico Collins this week either. Correct. So just a little note on Stroud. Who does it say more about? High-scoring game, middle of the day, Lions-Chargers. Who did that Lions. game say more about? Lions. For the Lions to go out on a day their defense can't get a stop, a game was played almost exclusively on fourth down. You're on the road. You're playing an uber-aggressive coach. Mm -hmm. A couple of horrible penalty calls against you, and you don't flinch. The offense, I mean, Ben Johnson... If you're a Lions fan, enjoy the last two months with Ben Johnson because yeah. this dude called, that was a master class. It was an incredibly schemed and called game. And Jim, to do it the way they did it and to, to, to win 41-38, to produce it, 
Now, I still don't understand Campbell's fourth and two bypassing a 45-yard field goal. Oh, I get it. 100% get it. You get it because he got it. No, I got it in the moment. You bypass the ability to take the lead. If you kick it, Herbert, who scored five straight touchdowns, gets the ball at home to beat you. It's a keep away. It's two yards. Yeah, I know. We're getting it. It worked. And it worked. If it doesn't work, you're right. More people are questioning it. But I understood the thought. We're winning the game. It's two yards. Go win the game. And they did it. Hey, look, and you know what? They were consistent because they kept going for it. I was super impressed. I I, th- I think the Lions, if you're not a you're not a Super Bowl caliber team, you don't win that game. I think it said obviously more about the Lions, good and bad. By the way, Jameer Gibbs is he's something. That's a hell of a one-two they got. Mike, it says something that the Lions could score 41 points. It also says something that they needed to score 41 points. It's going to happen. There's, I mean, look, hold on. Ball, Ravens, ball, okay, Ravens, Seahawks, Ravens, and now the Chargers yesterday and lost. My point is, the Lions chose not to address defense at the deadline, Which was and a in mistake. some of their biggest games this year, they've had the other issues. team has scored in the upper 30s. If they lose in the playoffs because they cannot get home and hit the other team's quarterback, it will be 100% preventable. In the moment, identified a problem, ignored, and it continues to rear its ugly head. They do not have pressure opposite Aiden Hutchinson. They cannot consistently hit the quarterback. And when they play the better teams, which is what you'll see in the playoffs, that could come back to bite you. So this game said everything about them. They were good enough to score 41, good enough to answer every single time the bell rang. But the fact that they had to answer so many times to me is also a little concerning. Okay. All right. Last note in the NFL, I wrote, New York, New York. This is something I need you oh, to wait, speak to. Leave me alone. The Jets and Giants have ruined our primetime games. They have played 34 primetime matchups the last five and a half years. New York teams are 4-30 and 30 in those games. I am so sick of hearing how it's the biggest media market and all these fans. They are ruining our primetime games. Can you get one or two for the Giants? One or two for the Jets. Can you let say, everybody else put good games on television. Can you say the stat one more time? Four and 30 in primetime games the last 34. <laughs> Go ahead, defend it, Mr. New York. We're a big market. You have to feature us. <laughs> he sinks into his chair. <laughs> defend it. Four and 30. Primetime. Flex these games. I can't. Are the Giants in primetime again before the season's over? Yup. No! Next week. Why? <laughs> Why? Dude, I don't I got to watch Tommy DeVito, who doesn't even make his own bed, on primetime. Go ahead, tell me you have more people in your metro than everybody else. Ah, oh, it's so many passionate fans. The games stink. I got to watch Zach Wilson, who I dumbly bet on. Get three cracks at it in the fourth quarter, and he can't score a touchdown. Why is that the primetime game? They knew they could have flexed that. Four and 30. Mr. New York, explain it. I can't. I'm sorry. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. And I want to hear you say, while New York sports fans are incredibly passionate, they don't get to dictate programming for the rest of the country. I'm I'm getting browbeat here. I what, what do you want me to say? I could not believe this stat. Four and thirty in the last thirty-four prime games. Jets check. and Giants. Yeah, the Jets are a part of this too. Yeah, so it's not, not that, just your Giants. That blood's not on my hands. Now, what's what's the? 
Hold on here. Uh, all right, you're clear next week as far as uh, the, the primetime stuff. Hold on. I'm going to make sure we get this right. The Jets are on Black Friday at 3 in the afternoon. Does that, that doesn't count? count. No. no, that doesn't count. No, you're, you're good here for the next couple weeks, I think. Hold on. The Giants are not on Sunday night the rest of the way. All right, we're okay. We're okay. I was just checking. I'm looking up. Monday night football. Giants, Packers. <laughs> Who wants to watch that? I'm not stumping for any TV network, but if I'm ESPN, I'm going, really, guys? <laughs> Giants, Eagles, Mon Christmas, no! Christmas Day. Christmas Day. We're opening presents. Joy all around. <laughs> Rocking around the Christmas tree, and that's the game on our television. Mm. <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you want? I just needed to say it. Move it on. Okay. Mailbag. Let me pull this up. We do it every Monday. Man, I'm getting the shit kicked out of me in this pod, aren't I? Uh, these come in via cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. There are some Thanksgiving ones. We're going to save them, but please keep sending them because we're going to do a Thanksgiving mailbag. Mm. I want you guys to send those in. Let me go back. We have an email from Jacob and he sends a screenshot from an Auburn football game. I think this is two weeks ago. He said when the Auburn game happened this past weekend, and the six and, a hot, six and a half ended up paying for the tickets. I will be back for the Iron Bowl. You guys need to add Jordan Hare to the list of stadiums. Love the show. Appreciate the picks and the enjoyment of listening to you guys. Here's his picture from the game. We love it. I'm Jordan glad. Hare. War Eagle, the tradition. I don't think it was on our list. What, this past weekend? No, no. Like, as venues to go visit. No, but, I mean, dude, you can't name them all. You could spend a lifetime trying to go to all the, the famous college football places. Not mad at Auburn. It just was, it wasn't on my list. Okay, yeah, I think we gave like 10 to 12, and it wasn't on the 10 to 12. Next one says, airing of grievances, parentheses, not mine. This is from, how does he sign it? James. Gentlemen, love the pod. Grew up listening to the station. You guys give me a little piece of home now that I'm outside Detroit. It's a beautiful thing to see you guys grow this passion project into a successful venture. That being said, I've noticed some snippiness the last couple weeks. You guys are grinding. I get it. He goes, maybe I'm offbeat, throw the email away. What? Thinks that we have some, like, negative vibes going right now. I've had seven <laughs> pick sixes the last three weeks. There, Of course there's snippiness. You know, it's easy to be all, ha, ha, flirting and laughing when you're hitting 65%. When it gets tough and regression comes and the rent is due, you know, it, it, it gets a little chippy. I he, he says... You leaving Jim high and dry on the unfriendship total was great material. He says, in all seriousness, <laughs> you guys should do like an, an airing of the grievances about awful coaches. Oh, we will. That's so, the year-end special. Yeah. And I'll have my poem to send us into the offseason. It'll be beautiful. Don't worry. Uh, this is from Jordan. He had a, another review of all Chevelle, but at the end he said, P.S., bring back the BGB. I will. This week. Including this week. All right, scroll. I love where he goes, bring it back, God damn it. You mean we demand it. Yeah, we're, I, I told you there's no way I'm going 10 and 1 on those this year. And they, they speak to me. I don't pick them. I wait for them. Chad sends us a Monday mailbag, and he says, first off, love the pod, very entertaining, but I want to hear your thoughts on this very specific betting idea. All right. Mike, I've already read this, but I need your reaction. Chad's cooking up first drive parlays. 
God. Said I hit four for four this past weekend, betting strictly punt for both teams. While I know I'm playing with fire, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on betting this way. Thanks, Chad. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> you don't want to condone first drive parlays? I mean, what is this, uncut gems? How am I supposed to help this guy? Like, I, don't, I wouldn't even know what analytic to use on that. So let me get this straight. This guy's picking a random game, and he's like, hey, first drive. Punt. I love that he goes four for four betting that shit. I can't go, I can't go four for four in a time slot. <laughs> Next one. This is from Justin and Warren. He says, hey, guys, love the podcast and how it's evolving. Keep up the good work. I'm currently watching the Petros game on FS1. Cowboys might make a comeback. I've heard Petros mentioned almost every week on the podcast, but I have to ask, why do you guys love him so much? I like how the guy calls a game with no bias, which is hard to come by these days. I just, he's absurd. I mean, he's basically about 500 milligrams of Adderall deep. He's screaming. Anytime a player who played in high school in California, he'll be sure to tell you, he's a Chula Vista product. And you're like, I, what? I don't care. Rancho Cucamonga. He's just, he's- Cucamonga. Whatever, he's absurd. He's a cartoon. I, I mean, he's amazing. Because he's on these D-list games, but he's bringing A-list energy. And sometimes they have him do two games in a weekend. Right. Like Friday, Saturday, double dip. He's done that. He goes from Logan, Utah to San Jose, California, and he is going to bring it. Yeah, it's not the glitz that Herbie does, where he does the Thursday night NFL and then the choice premier right. ABC ESPN nah, Petros game. is a man of the streets. Yeah, yeah he's... he's Man of the streets. The email ends with, Mike, thank you for the recipes from your, air quotes, cookbook. We have incorporated a few ideas of home, and they've been a big hit. Please Tremendous. keep them coming. Tremendous. Hey, thank me for that. Don't thank me for the Wake Forest selection. Next email says, am I a bad fan? It's from Anthony. He says, dear Mike and Jim, first of all, thanks for providing all the entertaining and informative shows that you do. I don't bet sports, but I still enjoy the podcast, which we've said that's like as big a compliment as we can get. That's what I'm going for. To be we don't want to just be handing out games. We want to be talking sports. Email says, I'm an FSU fan. I'm thrilled that my team's currently undefeated, especially because they're in the playoff hunt. And uh, he says, especially since they've been, let's be honest, straight ass the last few years. That's right. However, their performance for most of the season has not been playoff worthy. At that's least that's how I see also it. also correct. He says, I fear that I'm watching 2014 FSU all over again, where if we get in the playoff, we'll get destroyed by an actual elite team. Also correct. He says, I don't want them to get pantsed in front of the entire country. Here's my question. Am I a bad fan? Because I'd almost prefer they lose a close game in the ACC championship so they can have a play so that they can play in and have a better shot at winning a New Year's Six Bowl. I truly prefer they win the conference title game and not be selected, but there's no chance that an undefeated team doesn't get in. Wow. Thanks for reading the email. Respectfully, Anthony. Mike, is he a bad fan? I don't think he's a bad fan. I think just, he's a bad fan. I think it's a little bit of a weird perspective. You want to just take your shot. Yeah. So Get in. See what happens. You've, we've said it I'm from the beginning. Him. You've got these transformers at receiver, Coleman and yeah. Wilson. And FanDuel knows what they're doing. They're not offering me a cash-out option on my FSU future. No. If they offered me anything remotely decent, 2-1, to 3-1, to one, I'm sitting on a plus 2,500. Like, offer me 2-1 to one or 3-1, to one, I'd actually take it. Because when I tell you I think there's a 0.0% chance they win it all, no, that's, where, zero. that's where I've arrived at. But even if you think zero, you'd rather see your team no, not I mean, even go to the playoff? No, no, no. Like I'm talking Anthony? about my future. Oh, okay. To hell with this team. I, I, no, I, I don't vibe with what he's saying. I'd rather make the playoff and get destroyed than not make the playoff. Signed the state fan. You guys have done that. that I'm was, sorry. That was mean. I knew geez, that as I was. I, I'm sorry. 
I know that's bad. Let me just acknowledge to the camera, to my, I'm sorry. It was too easy. I didn't even hesitate. I, I, didn't, I need to filter that a little Why better. Why am I here? I'm sorry. Maybe there is too much snippiness. Christ. Uh, what else we got in this here? This is unbelievable. Uh, this one, this is from Aaron. He says, hey guys, my dad and I went to LA for the Lions game this weekend and we couldn't gamble because of California. But I wanted to show that we were listening to the podcast. My dad is now a subscriber. Excellent. We put together, oh no. They did the daily fantasy for the Jets Raiders game. We oh, said this, it was going to be gross. This is a you thing. So he has the Jets, the Raiders, both kickers, <laughs> Brees Hall. What? He said, um, got to the part about the Jets in Vegas, put together the grossest daily fantasy lineup you'll ever see, and they attached it. It's That's a fan, your thing. It's a FanDuel daily lineup. You I do play the stuff. daily stuff. I do. Mike, I got 62 best ball teams. I go, what? It's 102. You got it's a an problem. episode for another day. You got a real problem. It's a great summer hobby. You're a real problem. <laughs> uh, what about Thanksgiving? We'll save that. Uh, this one is from K. Gill in Texas. He says um, he loved the redemption of the rat line Central Florida over Oklahoma State this week. It felt good to get that right. All over it. <laughs> he says, I love the food topics. I'm going to check out the burger place in Chicago and see if I can get to New York for the other one. He says, I feel inspired to learn how to smoke a brisket. But I have some other recommendations for you guys. If you ever talk chicken wings, and we did. Mm. He says, if you talk chicken wings, I highly recommend Pluckers whenever you make a trip to Death Valley in Baton Rouge. Pluckers? Pluckers. He says, after eating there, you'll never go to, and he puts a, a prominent sports bar ever again. Pluckers in it's Death like Valley. right now. He's, he's down in Texas, probably in the area. Maybe it's a, I don't, is it a chain? A, hold on. So this is Pluckers. Look at this. Mm. Pluckers. Wing bar. Blue Bonnet is what it says. It's on Blue Bonnet Boulevard. Okay. Hold on. Let's think. Is a it a standalone or is it a chain? Listen. Whoa, wait list. What do you mean wait list? Oh, wow. For wings? Apparently. Takeout menu. Hold on. Let's take a peek. I want to see what Plucker says to offer. Whoa, this is a big menu for a wing joint. Right, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's. Hold on. You got time for this? Yeah, let's whatever. Take a peek. Fine. So here's your pregame menu. They got fried pickles. Holy macaroni. Want no part of that. Buffalo bites. Uh, a sampler. Fried cheese. Blue cheese potato chips? Oh, God, no. Frachos? What's a fracho? What's a fracho? It's like a fried nacho? Oh, waffle fry nachos. Tachos, which I've had in Mississippi. Okay. Who goes to, who's going to Pluckers and ordering a salad? <laughs> Uh, now, see, this is the shit I got no patience for. Fried what? Twinkies, no, out. All right. Okay. Here are your wing sauces. Founder's favorites. Hot Honey Bijan. That must be the Bijan Robinson deal. Oh. They got Bliss and Vinegar, Garlic Sriracha, Jamango Jerk, Maple Chipotle, Hallelujah. I don't even know what that means. Baker's Gold. Dude, they got like 70 sauces. When you're a wing joint and you have an Asian-inspired section... A whole section, not yeah. like just Asian but, zing. Yeah, but this is uh, then they, a, a bypass burger. I don't want anything that has the word <laughs> bypass in it. What it's the a, South, Mike. Bacon wrapped hot dog. They're it's, trying to kill people at this South. place. It's the South. Would okay. you like some lard with it? Uh, uh, all right, I, let me text my guys. Hold on. We'll, 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 Go we'll, ahead. Maybe we'll have to make a stop at this place. But this is something else, man. This menu is uh, a lot to take in. Another email. The next one comes in. 
And it says Brock Purdy. Hey, Mike, is Brock Purdy still a piece of shit? Just curious. Go yes, Niners. I hate him. Must be nice when you have all those toys. Must be nice when your defense forces 8 million turnovers. I don't want to hear from you, Purdy truders. Truthers. I'm over here looking at pickles or pluckers. I don't like Brock Purdy. I don't think he's that good. I think you can put 20 quarterbacks in San Francisco and do the same goddamn thing. Now, if you want to have that argument, we'll have it. You want to just be pithy via email, we'll pluck you. <laughs> the next one comes in from Cheddar from the River. He says, good morning, fellas. Actually, let me do that right. Good morning, fellas. Okay. Uh, he's, the, the subject is, where the fuck is dad in my ride home? Michigan Penn State is a prime example of to listen to you guys, but do whatever you think. Once I heard Ric Flair gave a pep talk, I faded you tons, you sons of bitches quicker than MJ in the 96 <laughs> garden. <laughs> Says, woo, insert Flair strut. Honestly, though, my take was Drew Aller sucks and his nickname could be Hoover because he fucking sucks. You win. Can't be one dimensional against Michigan. Uh, longer email. He goes on to say, lastly, shout out to Martin Weiss. This dude on Thursday Night Football got me back-to-back -back weeks plus 500 bucks in same-game parlay profit boosts. Martin's been on fire he with is Thursday Night Plays. unbelievable. Says Martin, though, he's a dude on these plays. Sir Pucks a lot, not bad either. Up a few bucks in hockey. Until next time, Cheddar from the River. Cheddar, well done. Well done, my brother. Expertly written. Uh, another one says, resources for capping. Love the analysis. Great to listen to. Uh, he says, you guys have steered me clear of a few losses this year. Hoping you could share your capping process and resources. There's so much noise out there. I have trouble. I want to find my own THC-infused fuck you stats and money differentials. <laughs> I know it can be tough to share because they don't sponsor. Regardless, good shits, dudes. I've been listening for years from the mother station. For me, all right. It's Andrew and Ipsy. Andrew, part of it is, A, you, you, you have to play situationally. So, like... UCF and Oklahoma State had really nothing to do with football. I'll give you an example. Like UCF doesn't stop the run, and here comes Ollie Gordon in Oklahoma State, and you're like, well, there's no way they can win. I see it as Oklahoma State shot their wad last week. They're going on the road. UCF's had a bad year. I think they were 1-5 in Big 12 play, but they're way better at home at the bounce house, and it was one of these deals that, I just didn't think Oklahoma State was going to show up prepared. And when I saw the number, which was Okie State minus two and a half, they're, they're baiting you. They're begging you to bet Oklahoma State. And you're going to go, well, wait, like that, that doesn't work every time. Well, no shit, it doesn't work every time. But I can just tell you, like last week, it didn't work when I bet Iowa State against Kansas. But if you consistently identify that spot and can identify the number the book is giving you as a trap, you will come out ahead maybe it's 60 percent. see that's the key that people yeah, miss out if someone and i'm not trying to call andrew out but if anybody's looking for the silver bullet the magic exist. elixir if you do this you will win it doesn't exist the best you can hope for is 60 percent. so then how do you get there and you're right some of it is databases yeah. bet differentials um i use sp plus but the reality is you are looking for inconsistencies you're looking for things that don't really make sense. Yeah. And you're trying to explain and them. Yeah. And numbers. And, and guys, look, the one thing we don't do, I mean, I, I'm not going to get rich off betting these games. Neither is he. We do no. it because it's fun. We do it. It's entertaining. Are there weekends you feel like you're indestructible? Mm -hmm. Then there's weekends you're in the fetal position. Welcome to gambling. The point is, I'm big on situations. I'm, I, I'm less about 
well, this team's interior line. If you just cap football and you don't cap situationally or you cap football but you don't cap numbers, you're dead. This you're is, dead. But this is just as important as anything else. You have to ask yourself, is it baked into the line already? Yeah. Like sometimes you go, I love this matchup and so does Vegas and that's why the number is what it is. Yeah. You have to see. Or sometimes you'll go, oh, it's going to rain. I should bet the under. Isn't that priced in when the total's 36? Yes. Like if it's already baked into the number, you're not getting the edge that you think you're getting. And I can't hammer that point home to people enough. Agreed. You have to find value, which is things that aren't baked into the number. Things like you talk, situational, sandwich spot, look ahead, uh, emotional letdown. You have to look for things like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Or they're not giving them enough credit for the home field advantage. Things that aren't baked into the number. That's how you're going to find your 60%. That's right. how you're going to find your win in a week yeah. that, that there aren't very many to come by. And that's, like I said, I mean, am I happy with my weekend going six and five in college? No. Beats going one and nine. You know, like the yeah. NFL, like, oh, yeah, hey, four and one. You feel like you're top of the top of the mountain. Guess what? You're coming back at two and four in a week. Like, I, if anyone had the ability to just, I told you, do you know what a pro would kill their Nona for? To go, three, to go three and two every weekend. Yep. And grind out that profit. That's not sexy. It's not exciting. We're not betting enough for it to be that you way. Come in you every think Jim's dropping dimes right. on every game? I mean, come on, man the hell out of here with that shit and we did that earlier in the year we broke it down like with the vig if you bet enough games and we're going to bet enough games you have to be not five or six games up not 10 or 12 games up oh you gotta end up by the end of the year you gotta be like 20 games over minimum 30 games minimum because <laughs> the vig is going to strangle you the more games you bet 100 percent. we will end with this this is from bobby he says bobby ravens stink that's it. That's all I have to say. P.S. If we're being fair, Oscar the Grouch needs to pay up for bullying cookies off the Browns. Thanks, Bobby. No, I should have bet it if I had the conviction, and I didn't. I, I didn't bet you, the I'm Browns. I'm just feeling like I shouldn't be here on this podcast today because I feel like I'm a, a fucking pinata. What do I got, a bunch of Kit Kat bars let, swimming let me just, me Let me just say this. What we say to the listeners goes for me, too. I'm a grown man. I make the bets. I can bet what I want. Second of all, and, the Browns anybody were out never, there. The Browns were never a right side there. <laughs> that get the just get out. Nine minutes to go. They're down by fourteen. Ravens have the ball. Get out. So I don't need reimbursement for the Browns or Penn State. I'll reimburse that's you my, for Penn State. That's my cross to bear. I can make my own decisions, and so can you guys. We do this for fun. We do this for entertainment. We do want to hit. Keep your cash. I there, don't there's Penn State. You fuck. There, put cash, that in your pocket. You prick. Cash the Hope ticket, rate, review, Son subscribe. Is this snippy enough <laughs> for you, Cheddar Bob? <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>